When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For all you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Sound yeah, like talk Alan about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. Welcome into our very special Christmas edition episode of the Causeway oh, Street oh, Podcast. Oh. You know what, Sean? This is the most healthiest episode we've done. Nah, you're there. sick. I'm sick. You're just coming off of what? I'm, I'm healthy. I am a healthy human. Joel didn't even make it down. He's got a hundred temperature. Joel, we replaced Joel with a sign today. Yeah, you know what? We should have just put his face right here. Look at hoodie oh, sway here. over there, acting like hoodie mellow, like I being got the hoodie mellow because I'm sick, man. I don't feel well, but you know what? I had uh, to come through. You know, it's, it's Christmas. Check out the tree. Couldn't have missed out the city. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> that terrible looking tree that I was making fun of last that episode. That is Merry Christmas. That's right the one there. I was making fun of right there. It's missing a lease. Five or six feet, if you ask me. Just relax, you know all right? I guess we'll, we'll we'll do without it. But hey, we got a lot to talk about here. You know, we got Christmas special, of course. We'll uh, have that theme going. I forgot to put the stockings up, man. You had some stockings ready. I guess you didn't uh, well, come yeah. through with that, oh, with right, that plan. Right over there is all my, my Christmas display. Oh, right over there. Oh, you guys see it? There you go. Yeah, I busted one of the lights earlier, so. <laughs> it still looks decent, though. Somewhat yeah, decent. It's not lit, but. Hey, we got a, uh, a, a Christmas wish list that we're going to go yes through. let's get into so, it. you know what we'll get into that and then later on we'll get into uh instead of 
looking ahead on the Celtics schedule. We're going to look ahead to the Christmas Day matchups, NBA matchups. We'll, we'll break those down briefly. Very and, festive. Uh, we'll have to do, in case you missed it without Joel, I know it's going to be weird. It's going to be different. We haven't even told I don't him even about know it. How, I, he doesn't know this is he, happening. We don't even know how he's going to react, so we'll, we'll have to wait and see how he responds to it. But <laughs> he's I gonna, think we'll be all right. He's, he's going to edit this, and he's going to be like, these... <laughs> That's how he's going to find out. <laughs> That's right. He's never going to tell until he has to edit it. Make him go to work with his 107 fever. All right, let's do it. Christmas wish list. All the right. Celtics Christmas list. Wish. Celtics Christmas wish, wish list. list. Wait, say Christmas wish list three times Christmas fast. Christmas wish list. Christmas. Oh! Christmas wish list. Say it. That's it. That's the new you one. You can't get it down either. I know I can. It's a thing. <laughs> so we, what's, what's, uh, what's your wish here? What do you think? Are you, we're talking about player here. Are we talking about something that you want the Celtics to go through? What's, what exactly do you mean by okay. wish list? What do you got? Number one thing on the Celtics Christmas wish list is... Some scoring off the bench. Okay. Somehow get out there, Trader Danny, and work your magic. I mean, oh, so you can't stop talking about trades, man, because our, our our audience is sensitive. Hey, hey, They're no, very no, attached. No, to no, this no. Team, we're we're not you. we're not talking about. <laughs> I'm not I'm not talking about an Anthony Davis or any type of blockbuster trade. I think you just need a little help off the bench. So. Okay. I have a couple of ideas. Yeah, let's go through these names here. A couple you, uh, of ideas. You gave me some names here, so I figured I'd read them off, and we'll, we'll see what you uh, what you have to say about them. Right? Okay, okay. Interesting names. I don't. I'm not hating all of them. Let's start with this guy, Tyreek Evans. He's uh, been doing very well in Memphis. Career year, if you will, since his rookie year. I mean, he's going to be what a free agent this summer or the, or the following. He has an he's option, only making three point five right? million dollars this year. Okay. So for the Celtics to be able to trade him, they can trade him for. Nader, like it doesn't matter. You can get him if they, if he's available. So he's having a career year in Memphis. He's scoring. He's rebounding. He's a he can run the floor if you need him to. This is the first year that he's actually been able to sort of live up to that rookie of the year hype out of that awful rookie class. Mm. I mean, easily could help the Celtics off the bench. All right, next person on the list, Vince Carter. Mm, see this one I don't know too much about. Well, I put this on this here is, for you. I put this on here for I, you. I don't hate it. This is like a buyout situation, you know. He he sees how Sacramento's not going very far. Now he's making eight mil. He so if you got to trade him, I I don't think this is a trade. This is definitely a buyout situation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, think, no, no. I'm saying this is a buyout situation. This wouldn't happen after Christmas. This would happen no, way after. This would, uh, after Christmas, after Vince after Carter, trade deadline, you after know, if, he, if he shows signs that he can be one of those guys to play uh, somewhat of an eagle dollar role, if you will. Hey, I don't hate it for someone. You can always use someone like that in the playoffs. Hey, if there is a town for a 40-year-old to come to. It's here, right? It's here. Team up with Tom Brady to say, we just need him for a playoff run. That's it. If he can, I mean, so, so, but. The, the Joe Green rule. What you talking about? No, no, the no. Joe no. Green rule come no, off the bench. I, I'm, I need an upgrade. So, I don't know okay. if Vince Carter will come off the bench and be, hey, no one's able to score off our bench. Vince, we're going to rely on you for scoring. So, that one, I'm sort of. I don't really, I don't know. A veteran's presence, sure, but he doesn't help you. He doesn't help you with what you need, we need help with. All right, how about this guy, Lou Williams? You've been talking about him for weeks. <laughs> That's my boy. That's my number one. That's my number one on the Christmas list is Lou Williams. If you're able to get Lou Williams, the, the guy just scores. That's all he does. So you could put him in a backcourt situation with Lou Williams and Marcus Smart. Finally, maybe Marcus Smart won't be shooting threes, this this is my thing about the Clippers. The Clippers right now are sitting on 10 wins looking like a team that is lucky to have 10 wins. You have no Blake. DeAndre Jordan's probably going to get traded. 
They're going to eventually blow that thing up because you, you, you've signed Gallinari, who's been, who had a great three games this year. He had, a, he had a couple of weeks. A, a great three games. He had so, a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, man, it, you know. No, no, no. And, and, and you he lose went, Chris Paul. He went down. Beverly's out for the season. That team is in shambles. Doc's probably going to lose his job. I think the last ditch effort for Doc to save his job is to boop, hit that reset button. Just start. And if you can get a second round pick for Lou Williams, who's not going to be on the team next year, he's not. He's not. Okay. And you're not going to make the playoffs this year. You trade Lou Williams. And Lou Williams will be coveted by a lot of teams. So I think it's very important that Danny gets in on that early and be and is in first in line for that Black Friday Lou Williams shopping. Look, you know as, what I'm as saying? Much, uh? As much as I would love to see Lou Williams in a Southern uniform and helping them off the bench, I just don't see Doc Rivers making that move with Danny Ainge. If Danny Ainge is on his phone, you know, that initial phone call when you see the name Danny Ainge, I, I feel like Doc is just going to laugh, Do you think it's put that his bad? phone on mute, and throw his phone across the room. Yes. Do you think it's that bad? Yes. Why would, Ainge, he, why would he even think of doing something like what that? What if Danny Ainge Danny overpays? Ainge always going to what win. if he overpays? Because he doesn't do that. He's going to win the trade. That's just what he does, especially against Doc Rivers. He's going to win a trade against Doc Rivers. I don't know. I, I think for I think Doc has to pick up the phone in that situation. All right. Has to. I don't know why you put this guy in here. This is an interesting name. Why? Dirk Nowinski. Yes. Why wouldn't I put this guy on the list? Come on. He's Mr. Dallas, man. He's not going to leave. Who has the worst rec- record in the uh, Western Conference right Regardless, now? Regardless. The worst record in the Western Conference. That guy loves Dallas way too much. What if the Celtics said, hey, we're going to give you our first-round draft pick for uh, Dirk Nowinski? The Celtics' first-round draft pick. It'll be late in the first round. That'd be a terrible move for the Celtics. What if it? But what if? What if? Yes what if thing? Dirk comes in and averages 15 points a night off your bench, and you have a guy who's won a championship that could, you know, be but there? You have it for one season, though. But but he's got an option. He does have an option. He probably will retire. Know. I think I would like the Celtics to keep that pick if, I, you, if I, that's if that's me. Of course. The Celtics will draft at the end of the first round. They have no space for an end of the first round guy on the bench. The D League team is the G League team is good enough already. If the Mavericks want the first round draft pick, the twenty. Let's say that they they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's a twenty eight to twenty sixth draft pick. If Dirk, Dirk, if Dirk hadn't won a championship in the past, I would say it might be possible. Probably not with the Celtics. But just oh, the man. just the you, thought you, of him leaving the Mavericks would be maybe possible. But no, he he's got a championship with Dallas. I I don't see him leaving Dallas. But. No, you're overlook you're you're underestimating the Dirk factor. Dirk comes in off your bench because he's not a starter I anymore. Just don't see him leaving Dallas. But okay. I, I'm I, I'm just saying if the situation comes up where Dirk's like, you know what, Mark, we've won ten games and it's <laughs> February, right? Then it becomes a. He's like, I'm on E over here. What do you What do you the want me ga- to do? The gaslight's on in my career. There's a reason. There, yeah, I don't. I don't want to play done. out like you know what. I'll opt out of my deal next year. You can sign me back. Just give me something to play for. You know what I mean? Like, what is he doing? So no, Dirk is on that list, and I think he should be way above Vince Carter because he has a lot much more left in the tank than Vince Carter. Okay, last person on the list here. You got Mr. Nikola. Miritage, hmm. Nicola. That's Joel's boy. Too bad he's not here. Yeah, Joel be salivating. Get better soon, Joel. Get better soon. Joel doesn't get sick often. So when he's sick, it's a yeah. And I like how serious. the way he broke it to us today was like, "Hey, man, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling that great, but I'll be there." 
I just took a nap and I woke up with 107 fever. <laughs> like, Jesus, man, that what was it before you went to nap? You know what I mean? Like all well, of a sudden he he's like he didn't text 107, but it was somewhere close to that. It was like 105, something like that. I don't remember what it was, but it was a, it was in the hundreds. <laughs> Sean's like, Sean's like, dude, go to the hospital. Go to don't don't come. Don't stay. come here, stay, man. Stay I am feeling great. I just got out. I just got over the sickness. <laughs> Sean's like, I don't need that in my life. I don't right need now. it in my life. It's Christmas. All right, look, I like this guy. I love the idea. I don't see Chicago entertaining it. But, Why? Why? But because I think that I think they might lock him in next year. Okay. They All might right. lock him in. But if they don't, why not get something out of him? Uh, that, that's get a, I, get, get a, a, some picks and, and you know a bench guy. So Meritage is that guy to me a that's project, like, probably. he's that guy to me that's like, uh, he's not good enough to be a max player. The Bulls suck, and they're in rebuild mode. So they'll have money to spend. So they may see him and say, yeah, we'll give you. I mean, he's making twelve point five million dollars this year. So for the Celtics to get him, they have to give something up. They have to give something up of money. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't think it's fair to um, assume that the Celtics are going to use that disabled player exception mm-hmm. because you never know. You never know. You want to keep that window open. It's a matter of uh, you know what happens in March or so. If they do make a trade or if it's a buyout situation, obviously it's down the road, but. So this could be in line to get to get some help here. What what do you think out of those five names? And those those are my names. Those are my names. Do you have any other names or what? Out of the five, who's your top guy? The top guy is Lou Williams, the guy who I hell think, yeah it is the the guy who I think may actually the Celtics could consider if he reaches a point where he says, you know what, I want to compete in the playoffs. I think I still have enough in the tank, which Dirk? is very much possible. No, Vince. Mm. I don't hate the Vince role. I don't hate him coming in and being the Gerald Green, being the, uh, the PJ Brown, the leader. I mean, look what he did in Memphis last year. You know, he really was the the heart and soul of that now, second unit. I will and, say, and got those guys going. I will say, the Celtics do need a little bit of veteran leadership. I I one hundred percent agree. They with you, definitely especially do. off that bench. But I but I think the problem is I, I wouldn't mind Vince, but Vince can't be the only thing you do. You know what I mean? Like if you wanna, so let, let's talk about this. why are we talking about this in the first place? It's because game after game. After game, the Celtics have a lead, whether it's the first quarter, whether it's the first half, whether it's the middle of the third quarter. And then they put their bench guys in when you have Smart, Rozier, you have either Tatum or Brown, and then you have... Yeah, it's usually it's Tatum. He stays you have in there. Tice, uh, right? And, yeah. and, and you're, you're thinking, who is going to score? You lost... Marcus Morris being out is actually really hurting this team yeah. because you're losing about than, 10 to 13 points well, a night. That's more than you thought and, and until you saw when they they have these tough stretches where they just they can't score and then they look for offense and then they have to wait for the stars to come back in and then by then the lead is already gone. So yeah, I'm, I'm so with you. Vince doesn't help. help with that though. Right? Vince well, isn't no, going to be Vince, a consistent guy off the bench. No, no, Vince is going to be the guy who in those tough stretches I think can can put together, you know, four, six points in in little doses. When he has the opportunity, I, I think I I do think he's he's capable of that. Can hold things over a bit. He won't be the only one. Terry Rozier can get going, but that's all it takes, right? Only one of those you guys. Only need one, right? Yeah, and, and, and you're not, you're not, which was Marcus Morris, right? Sure, sure. And and you had a guy in Marcus Morris that you could sort of rely on to be like, right. at least I know he's going to get his shots up. You but know it's what like I mean? we talked about last week. He's not going to shy away from the moment. Well, we talked about this last week. We don't know if this is going to be something that's all season long, where he's missing, you know, ten games here, another five games there. Sure. You have someone like Vince. It's it's insurance, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it, it helps you. Which, and then in the playoffs, you have that guy off the bench to, to, to rally the, the young guys. So I think I think you're right. I think if you make it to the playoffs, though, Vince is not playing. <laughs> I don't think you play. 
You know Jared what I mean? Green like, barely played until he got his name called in that one series. Yeah, which, which that I, type I, of role. I, which, which I think is important to have a guy like that. But also, if you can then upgrade your bench and then maybe put a, I don't know, um, maybe a Terry Rozier into that type of role, mm. where it's like, you know, we like you, or Shane – Shane Larkin's been playing a lot. Shane Larkin's already in that role, right? Yeah. You need somebody. Shane Larkin has been like the most consistent scorer off this bench, man. That's not good. You know what? You know the problem is with this Celtics team. And you know what? I, I feel like it's gonna get. It should get worse before it gets better. If we're talking about a team that can actually learn from their mistakes, be ready to play the Houston Rockets, the Cleveland Cavaliers of the league. I think they need a little more, one more slice of humble pie, right? Because we saw what happened against the Bulls. We saw what happened against the Mavericks. You know, these are teams that you're supposed to beat. We saw what happened at home against the Utah Jazz. Right. Gobert goes down in the opening, what, two minutes. Favors goes down, Favors too. goes down. Uh, the Celtics had a chance to really build on a, a lead, and then they just squandered it. And then we saw the same thing uh, Wednesday night. So, you know? by, so by the Wednesday way. Wednesday night was, come on. I mean, look, I, I get it. Olenek was feeling himself. No. Olenek went off. But who else really went off? Richardson had a good game. I mean, there were stretches where the Celtics were supposed to make stops, and they just couldn't stop those guys from scoring. You can't stop Kelly Olenek, or at least slow down Olenek and Richardson in the third quarter. You're yeah. going to get outscored, no. what was it, 29 to 14 in the fourth? I mean, the third quarter? That was the difference of the game. And, and, and then you, you see the Celtics constantly turn to Kyrie Irving and want him to finish out these games and, and bail him out like he always does. Well, the funny thing is that you just slid, in, slid this in here, not saying that this is what you want under... The Christmas tree. That's my wish list. For the Celtics. Oh, I didn't make that clear. This right. guy, this Scrooge guy over here. Yeah. Humble pie. Get a slice of that. Joe Sway, Scrooge, McDuck, whatever you want to call him, man. Get a slice of humble pie. Jeez. Eat it, enjoy it, and then go into 2018 with a different mindset. Or so you want him to get smoked by the, the, the Wizards, the first Rockets, Cavs. That's what you want. You want him to get smoked by those teams. Just say, maybe not. Smokes, you are not as good as you think but you But just hold, hold, hold that up. Just hold it up high. Learn from your from your mistakes. When I think you, when you see the Cavaliers in, in in February, that's when you give it to them. That's think, when you learn from I, your mistakes. I don't think I don't think your thinking is very far off from what Brad is thinking. But I also think Brad is sort of you know giving him that humble pie, serving it up every every meal right now. I mean, after the, these after these games, after that winning streak, he was the one that said, "Look, sixteen game winning streak," but it really didn't look like a team that won sixteen games. Right, in a row. right, and and then you know what the, the thing is too is like. There's still these lapses like we talked about. Like, that's the worst part. Like, you can't have these type of lapses. Like, have a lead until this team can prove that they can go up by 10 to 19 points and hold that lead and just dominate an entire game. Then, yeah, I I, I, I think you're crazy for saying you know, the best what, team in the you Eastern want, Conference. You, you just can't get yourself to say that you want to see the Celtics lose. That's what it is. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I almost want my Celtics I was going to say, you were rocking your today. onesie. Sean, yeah, I almost had that on. Sean nearly rocked his onesie for this one. And nah, I but, wish you kept it on you. Uh, in, but, in my mind, you're still wearing it because you, <laughs> you don't want to see the Celtics drop a handful of games to ultimately make them a better team, make them a stronger team heading into the postseason way, way down the road. Nah, That's nah. what this slice of humble pie is going to do for the no, Celtics. No, I, I want the Celtics to win on Christmas. Miss Day. I want them to beat the Houston Rockets, and I want them to t- to show Isaiah uh, Thomas, who may or may not be back, and LeBron James. You're not no, actually not Isaiah Thomas, but LeBron James exactly where to stick it. That's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> All right.
All right. Well, this uh, opening segment, of course, is brought to you by MyBookie. Head over to MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code Causeway and get yourself signed up. I mean, by using the promo code Causeway, you get yourself an opportunity to play the money line, side or total. I mean, MyBookie is your hookup for all of your betting needs. Isn't that right, Sean? Yeah. Offer super payouts, super fast payouts when you win. And you sure is. Get those benefits until you head to mybookie.ag. Enter the promo code Causeway to activate this uh, exclusive offer where if you sign up, mybookie will match your deposit and uh, give you an extra 50% bonus to play with. But you got to do it right now. Head over to mybookie.ag. Enter the promo code Causeway. It's mybookie. You play, you win, you get paid. What's I, up, Sean? I think this is, this is, I wasn't even listening to that because I just looked and you look a little like a gremlin, bro. I'm under the weather, Sean. What do you, you think look, I'm joking here? You look like a monk. All right. You look like a gremlin mixed with a monk. This is better. Uh, there we go. Sway's back. Merry Christmas, guys. Hey, Merry Christmas. All right. Well, let's get into this very special Christmas edition of Looking Ahead, <laughs> where you're actually going to not hear yeah. Sean predict the Celtics to go 3-0 and like you normally would. What? <laughs> but, you, <laughs> but instead, <laughs> you're going to... Oh, I forgot. I got to take this off. Instead, oh, yeah. Yeah, don't wear that. You're gonna hear uh, some actual predictions, legit predictions, not just Sean picking the Celtics all the time. <laughs> Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead, what do well, we got, Sean? I can't wait. Celtics are going one and zero on Christmas, baby. One and zero, of course. No, they're getting a slice of that humble pie. Eat up. Uh, no, man. Merry Christmas, Celtics no. fans. So let let let's start. Don't get there. too excited about this. Game. Let's start there. Then we'll go in chronological orders on Christmas Day. We got a great Christmas Day if you're a basketball fan. I love Christmas Day because... Oh, you're just the best. You just uh, uh, sit around and yeah. watch basketball all day. You know what? It's always like, hey, what are you guys doing for Christmas? Uh, I got to tell you I got to tell you a funny story I ever heard what uh, one of our friends is doing for Christmas Eve this year. Oh, is this, is this a uh, off-the-air story? Uh, well, you know, I'll just tell it now. So <laughs> he's going it's on... better be good, man. He's going on a uh, tree trimming party. Where oh, what? they put ornaments on the tree... And then go into somebody's living room and sing 12 Days of Christmas. <laughs> oh, that sounded like something completely different. I thought you were trying to say like they're going to like trim down some trees and sing carols or something. Could you imagine being a grown man doing that? I've shit? never heard of that before. Damn. Have you heard of this before? Shout out to you. I can't even say his name because his wife's going to be mad. Anyways, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, though. Yeah, you know, now you know who yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Looking ahead, let's definitely listening right now. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> who we got on that? Schedule? Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah to all. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> while they're doing that, we'll be watching while these games. What's while, the first one? Yeah, sit around, watch basketball all day. So let's start with the Celtics game. I want to start with the Celtics game first, and then we'll get into everything else. Okay. Because this right. this is the thing: the Celtics are taking on the Wizards. When we put, first saw this game on the schedule, we thought. Isaiah, this is gonna Jay Crowd, all those guys gonna be still around. Oh, okay, okay. No, oh, that's what I thought you were going with. Okay, it. well, rivalry from this last year, rivalry, Eastern it's Conference semifinal, Game yeah. Seven. Isaiah taking over when this got put on the schedule. I think we all thought, whoa, this is gonna be a great game. Exactly. The teams are different. Well, the Celtics are different, and the Wizards have struggled. Mm. So, I think the biggest thing to to look at here is what what team. It are the Wizards. I don't even know if I said that right, but mm, no, what kind of team are they? Like, are, are they a top team in the East? Because right now they are mixed in 
with the I think the four through ten seeds yeah. are all seven to ten games behind the Celtics and yeah. they're right in there about seven and a half behind the Celtics right now and what they 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 aren't in the Raptors they aren't in the Cavaliers uh mm. you know upper echelon of the Eastern Conference so what type of team is this Wizards team who a lot of people had pretty much etched in stone into the Eastern Conference Finals this year I think they're a team that has to figure out how to get the most out of that front court I mean I I feel like they just don't have enough firepower I mean. Gortat just year after year just continues to deteriorate. That's my boy. I mean, he gives you solid, dirty work. You know, he can grab boards for you, but he's not. He's not the. the you can't rely. On he's him. not the fifteen and ten guy he used to be no. a few years ago when Paul Pierce was still on that team. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he was sort of the glue for that front court. Um, I'm still waiting for Ubre to sort of make that next step. Yeah, I think that's what's really hurting. Hasn't yeah. done it yet. You know, yeah. he's, he continues to sort of maintain that same role. Sometimes he just doesn't even show up. You know, so you you look for some sort of consistency out of that wing uh, position, and you're not really getting it. I mean, I, I do like the way Otto Porter's been playing. Otto Porter, he's been good. Yeah, Otto Porter good. was a guy that came in to the league. And, that's one wing and player I could sucked. see. Yeah, yeah that's and then been, all all of a sudden this year he's had a had a pretty good year, uh, following up on his playoffs from last year. But here's my thing about the Wizards: is like you have still the best backcourt in the NBA. I mean, not the NBA in the Eastern Conference. That should that should be better than the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference. So, what is it? Are we going to see a coaching change? Are we going to see uh, a major shakeup in DC? I don't know, but right now, I I think with the Wizards, which is the team that I thought the Celtics were going to uh, eventually go up against in the Eastern Conference Finals this year, because you know I hate the, I, I don't think the Cavs are going to get there. So, <laughs> of course. Uh, I mean, I thought at least at least they were the third best team in the NBA and the Eastern Conference. Well, at the end of the day, they still have those two guys that are capable of going off. You know, we saw that in Game Six. You know what what those guys are capable of. They're able to extend a series because if two of those guys are on, and it seems to happen, especially in the big moments, they're a tough team to beat. Now, are they missing Bogdanovich? Uh, a little bit. Who's bringing a lot? Of, like Bogdanovich is a funny name to say, and he's not a great player, but well, maybe a little now, bit. Now, now he's on the Pacers, and look at the Pacers. Yeah, yeah. well, you know what? That outside shooting does go a long way for that team. We saw that last year. This is essentially the same team we're looking at this year. Just that we, I just haven't seen those guys make that leap that I thought they would, guys like Oubre and, and, and uh, you know, bench guys that were going to emerge. No one's really been that guy. They're always active at the uh, trade deadline, though, so we'll see what happens because I don't think this team, the way con- currently constituted, will crack that top three, top four team in the Eastern Right, Conference. but then they're that team in the playoffs, though. I mean, they can get out of the first round just exactly. because they have those. Yeah. They, they have that backward. I, I think we're still going to be looking at a very good, uh, entertaining Christmas Day game, but that's only one game in the regular season. So Yeah, so those are probably going to win. Yay. I don't want One in out on Christmas. I don't want too, Perfect. All right. So getting off our Bostonian roots, let's look at Christmas Day. So you got my 76ers taking on Kristaps Porzingis. <laughs> that is your team. And the New York Knickerbockers. Now, the Knicks have snuck into the playoff conversation. Okay. The Sixers are on the outside looking in right now as if we stopped it right now. And probably will be the same on Christmas. But who has a better chance of making the playoffs this year? The Knicks or the 76ers? I'm still going to go with the 76ers. I know Embiid is still not playing on the second night of back-to-backs, but, man, I like this team. I I, got to hand it to you, man. They have guys who step up. 
Um, I love Holmes. I think he's been great oh, for them. Oh, Tony Batiste Jr., baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what you like to call him. Just because um, of the gap in the teeth, really, is the only reason <laughs> when, why I say that. On nights when Embiid's not in there, he he gives you solid energy. You know, solid he, minutes. He gives you minutes. He gives you production. Both ends of the floor. Very active guy. And I, I feel like that that uh, that type of style, his play, is, is contagious. Yeah. Um, also, you're forgetting the, the most unfair rookie of the year rookie of the year of all time ben simmons is going has been well that goes with us lights out that goes with us uh, but but I, I also the the thing i i think the reason why the sixers haven't won as many games is because they brought jj reddick in to be like a veteran presence and like knock down three point shooter and he's been really inconsistent this year yeah that's true well that's that's part of the reason but you know what else is another part of the reason when it comes down to the end of the games and you're down by two, three points, whatever, and you need a big shot, or or maybe you're up and you, you need to seal seal a game with a big shot. Who do you turn to? Ben Simmons, right? It's JJ Reddick, Ben Simmons. I I think, I think personally I think you're out of names. That's pretty personally, much it, nope, right? nope. I don't think Robert ben, Covington is the guy that I would turn to. Yeah, okay. You can I find him Coving- in the corner, he can knock down a shot, but yeah. I'm talking about a guy who, who who you need someone to create your shot. Oh, and, then and Reddick's not even that guy. Reddick's then, coming no, off a pick. No, no, no. You don't have a guy on that team that can create its own shot. Well, that's the thing. Ben Simmons can get to the hole, but if Ben Simmons is ISOing somebody up to shoot a jumper, I don't want to see that. But see, yeah, I don't want to exactly. see that at all. Well, that's the thing, but Philly will eventually start like they'll 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 like it in the near future. You know who that He's guy is? Not ready you know who that guy is on that team? He hasn't built that that uh, that jump shot. That's Markel Fultz, baby. <laughs> yeah, right. Markel Fultz, baby. Listen, <laughs> Ben Ben Simmons when he produces that jump shot, when he gets it down, look out. That's when you can really start doing the LeBron comparisons. Yeah. But then again, yeah, LeBron a, wasn't hitting those jump shots either his first couple of years. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, but better than better than awful. He's better than awful and Ben Simmons is awful at jump shots right now. Anyways, hashtag rookie of the year goes to Tatum. I think that's why they lose a lot of those games. When it comes uh, down to it, they don't have that guy that can that can save them. They don't have a closer. But you know, uh, this is one thing I will just say about the Knicks because I actually think the Knicks will make the playoffs this year. They could because they could. Poor Zingad has been playing out of his mind, and poor he's easily like I thought he was going to break, and it goes back to like remember those pre draft uh, trade rumors about Porzingis. Mm. Who are we gonna give up to him? If he play, if I knew he was gonna play like this, I would have given anyone up for him. <laughs> what? You like him that much? I would. I would. Yes. If Porzingis, don't say you'll trade Jason Tatum. You'll get. Uh, you'll, you'll get. You'll get shots fired on the comment section, man. If need, I would have, remember when I, I would have traded the number one wait, pick for Porzingis if on, I knew that on. Porzingis was gonna play this well. You would have traded it, so essentially traded Tatum. Tatum. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. If if I get crap for Anthony Davis and you don't get crap for trading for Porzingis, something's wrong here. I must I, I'm mixed up here. No, 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 no. no okay. If there's wait, somebody wait, in that wait, comment wait, section wait, that wait. says, "Oh, oh I, no. I hear backpedaling." Wait, no, <laughs> I no, no. I'm not pedaling. I am saying there was a deal on the table to be done for Porzingis for a pick. But if you knew Tatum's gonna be this good, you still make that deal? Yeah, yeah, I think I would. Oh wow! Because I think I would want Porzingis because Porzingis. I don't know about that. Over Anthony Davis? Porzingis or Anthony Davis? Who you want? Two guys I told you. Well, I said in a tweet. Two guys. Anthony Davis and the Greek Freak. No, the I, two I, guys I, I would put Tatum in a no, deal for. No, I think Porzingis is right in, that, uh, right in there, too. I so, think he's right so in there. that's your third guy? Well, two guys, right? Because you don't, you wouldn't trade for Anthony Davis. Well, said. I think Anthony Davis is injury prone. So, I, I don't he's know. He's injury prone. Hmm, I think. Is, the, it, is, is Kyrie Irving injury prone? Um, 
No, because Kyrie Irving has had two injuries and David Anthony Davis is injured literally every week. Yeah, but if you look at the games played in the regular season, it's almost identical. Actually, you know what? Kyrie Irving has played about 55 more games in the regular season than Anthony Davis has, but he's been in the league one year longer. What do you think? You're cool? No, I'm just saying. If you look at the regular season, but of course, Kyrie's played a lot more in the postseason for obvious reasons. Kyrie has probably sat out of games healthy. No, but what was my point when we had this original discussion, though? If you're playing on a contender, you're going to probably play more games. If you're on a crappy team, lottery team, they're going to sit you when you have a cold. Okay. Any, any signs of weakness? You could, you okay. I would say you could convince me Kyrie to trade would, Tatum. Kyrie would play less. You could less convince games me to trade Tatum for Anthony Davis. I'm not saying it's an absolute no, but I mean, you yeah. still got Jalen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think you still got Jalen. Uh, one of the other, maybe I, I would, I would listen to it. But I, I'm just saying, like Porzingis and the Greek Freak and Anthony Davis are probably. The, That's your three. Okay. The, they're the stars that are under 25 that you're going to have be able to lock up long term. Like if Anthony Davis was just healthy, he would be easily on that list for me. But I mean, those those are the guys. Those are the guys. And I think I think this year Porzingis is playing to a level where you have to put him in that conversation. All right. What we got next? All right. Well, after that uh, riveting battle of the Atlantic Division. 76ers versus the Knicks. You have the Cavs versus the Warriors. Mm. This is a, a matchup that um, I don't. I don't really know if it makes that much sense to put on Christmas Day. No, they're all going to play. Oh, you think so? I think so. Mm. Maybe. You think Isaiah is back? Maybe. Oh, I don't know about that. I think that would be a good idea. Get him out there. Why not? I mean, he's made it. Rush him back, right, LeBron? You know what? Rush him back, you LeBron. Full prediction. He's he's going to be there. Okay, I hope I hope LeBron rushes him back. Reduce minutes. I hope LeBron rushes him back and he plays like crap. I like I I'm he'll sorry. Be, he'll be on a minute restriction. It hurts me to root against Isaiah Thomas, but I have to now because he's basically LeBron James's bitch. Because everyone on that team is LeBron James's bitch. The Steph play. The Steph play. I was, I was thinking everybody else except for Steph. Yeah, I think Steph, maybe I think, Steph's gonna. Sit I think out. they've said something that Steph probably won't make it. Yeah, I think everyone else is gonna play though. Who wins? I um, the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, the I think Warriors. so. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a fun game though. The LeBron Warriors. drops forty. After that, I think it's the best game of the night. Rockets Thunder, not because the Rockets Thunder, thunder. 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 not that the Thunder are one of the top teams in the Western Conference, but because you have so much going on in this matchup. Upset. Calling upset right now. Oh, you think Thunder over the Rockies? OKC knocks off the Rockets, gives them what? Their sixth loss of the season? Well, would you Fifth. look at that? Look at it. Just look at that. Look at Just look at it. Christmas Day. Uh, I'm going to say Westbrook drops what? 42. Ooh, I was going to say 70. <laughs> no, no. Westbrook drops 42. I'm saying Westbrook uh, drops George 70. drops about 38. Uh, George drops about the, 14. He's going to carry it in the second half. By the way, you hear these rumblings about a Paul George trade rumor? No. What team? Don't say the Celtics. No, that OKC may be interested shopping in him? shopping Paul George. Let's see. What is if they know that Paul George isn't going to resign, and they know that Carmelo may not resign? What's the biggest return they can get? Is Paul George mm. anywhere? Who wants Paul George? Uh, Everybody would. I'm going to get back to you on that. There's a team out there. There's a there's an ideal scenario. Oh, where this what? Works. Like the Boston Celtics? No. Why? We can give up. Horford, 
No. You got to give up somebody. You can, we, can, we can work that out. We'll get on the trade machine right after this. That just popped into my head. Next episode. Coming out of the head. Maybe in 2018. We'll there it is. To. 2018 New Year's resolution. Figure out how the Celtics get Paul George. I got to look at the math. The last game of the night is a disgrace. And, <laughs> and Adam Silver, I'm talking to you. Oh I'm tired of seeing the Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> on prime time NBA I television. I saw that coming. I didn't okay? know what you meant. <laughs> Why? Why? Every TNT night, every ESPN night, every NBA TV fan night, and I know there is no fans voting for the Lakers to be on there. Stop showing it. No one wants to see Lonzo Ball. That's what it's No about. one cares that Magic That's Johnson owns a team. No one cares until they're good. They are not a good team. So stop showing them on every freaking prime time you can get a chance to show them. So they're going to lose? Yes, they're going to lose to the Timberwolves. <laughs> yes, they are. Obviously, they are. They stink. They're one of the worst teams I've ever seen. And the only reason why they're on prime time is because somehow, somehow, LeVar Ball must know where every skeleton is freaking buried in the NBA, man. Because he says, <laughs> you know what? Not only is my kid, I'm, my kid, you know what? He's a good basketball player, so I'm going to force him to the Lakers. Force him to the Lakers. And guess what? Because I'm doing this, and because I'm such a loudmouth, and because I know everything that's going on, I am just going to make sure that the Lakers are on primetime every day. And you know what? Oh, Christmas Day, your biggest day of the year. What would you like, a little Timberwolves, uh, Timberwolves-Portland matchup at 1030? Great matchup. Uh, <laughs> let's think about, like, a Timberwolves... Um, Tim, uh, even at the beginning of the year, Timberwolves Clippers match matchup yeah, would have yeah. been better, right? right. Timberwolves Lakers, bro. <laughs> the Lakers again. I don't know. I'm sick of it, Adam Silver. Get them off prime time. It doesn't matter how good or bad the Lakers are; they're always going to be on prime. No, time, no, 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 no. Because when they were bad, when they were bad, they were not on this many prime time things. Not they were not. When Kobe was around, when you they had the Clippers when, and the Warriors, when Parker was his I point guard. They, was, they were still televising those games. This year, I want somebody to do the stats. This year, there has been more Lakers national televised games than Warriors national televised games, and that's a fact. All right, I'm gonna look it up. That's a fact. Adam Silver, stop it. All right, Sean, turning into the Grinch here in this uh, Christmas edition of this Causeway Street podcast. Uh, Josue Pavone, Sean Dutra, uh, Joel, get well soon. Think about you. Merry Christmas, bro. And uh, this segment, of course, is brought to you by our good friends over at DraftKings. Head over to DraftKings.com. Use the promo code CLNS and get yourself signed up with your free deposit and a shot at $10,000. Oh, yeah, dude. Head over to DraftKings.com. Use the promo code CLNS and uh, get yourself paid. All day. <laughs> and that's Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead. All right. Oh, man, Sean, I feel weird saying this. Um, it's time for... In case you missed it. And Joel's not going to start talking right now. This is weird, man. We've never done this before, have we? In case you missed it. I feel it. like we've, we've skipped this segment. <laughs> we've skipped but this segment When Joel's not around. Well, jo I say every time. Uh, Joel's going to be mad. Joel's about to be mad that we're doing In Case You Missed It Without Him. But you know what? I'm going to do it in a way that's different than what he usually does. So I'm going to do it like this. We're just going to... So right. fire, I'm going to fire him off here. We're going to go right through it. Pretend like it didn't happen. Kapow, kapow. Real quick. <laughs> Real quick. We just get, get, get it done. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. Eminem dropped a new CD. Uh, thoughts? Have you got a chance to listen to it? Um, 
I've listened to four tracks off it, and I haven't gotten past the four tracks. The first four tracks? Eminem CD is garbage, man. What? Stop it. Revival? Eminem dropped Revival, and you know, that's what you say? You haven't even heard the whole thing. See, that's the thing about Sean. Sean doesn't like to see his uh, rappers go into a veteran stage where they're just not delivering classics like he would like Listen, to Listen, I'm, t- I'm talking. I'm, I wish there was one classic on the album. Just one classic. What's the Why song? Why drop a classic, man? These guys are veterans. I now. want a classic. No, then don't you make want, an you album. You want Slim Shady. That's what you want. You want no, Slim just Shady. don't make an album then, man. If you know you're not going to be able to make an, a, a legitimate album Some with, tracks on here. with any good music on it. No. like I, 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 And at the end of the day, too, at the end of the day, too, I am not a hardcore M fan. Like I am not like in his. I, I like M. I think he's like one of the best rappers of all time. But I'm not like I'm not like yo M's the best in it. Like that's the only people who appreciate those past your prime records. Like look at Nas. Like mm. Nas has dropped like four albums since he's been relevant. Yeah. And the only person I know who still bumps that is friggin' Tunis. Yeah, but this is the thing though. It's good music, Sean. I just feel like you. You want it to be a classic, and I, I'm with you. I, I get it. It's like when you see a, a, an artist past their prime. You can't help but compare their new stuff to the, their best stuff. I just think it's good, but I'm with you. This is my thing. This no, is my beef with the album. My, this is this is uh, my beef. Well, two, my beef. I'll tell you my beef. You haven't even heard the whole thing. So hold on. Let me let me get this in. Two things. Uh, one, a lot of fillers. All right. This is what 19 tracks here. I thought that there's a lot of songs that could have been cut from the album. They had to put them all in there. My second thing is uh, I don't like the uh, too many pop features. Look, I don't mind. A Beyonce track, even though I'm not, the song is growing on me a bit. Uh, I that think, song sucks. I don't think it should have been a single. That song sucks. It shouldn't have been a single. It's good. It's a good song to start the album. No, that song sucks. It's everything about it sucks. It's okay. No, it's I, not. I won't say it sucks. There are some songs on here that suck. I can no, that. No, no, no. That, that, I don't that, think that's one of them. That song is literally like, sounds like it's produced by like a four year old. All right. Who has it? two favorite songs and he just mashed them together and doesn't know how to use Pro Tools. There's another one called Bad Husbands with the uh, ex ambassadors. It's okay. It's decent. There's some good there's some good cuts here. Framed is the best, man. You gotta hear Framed. Have you heard Framed? I told you to listen to Framed. That's the best song on the album. I'm not I'm not gonna listen to any of it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to push Sean on during the holidays. Um oh, another beef that I have with the album. Okay, so so since Sean didn't hear it, <laughs> there's an interlude where it's just like a, a hook. It's called Revival, the interlude. Probably would have been the best hook on the entire album, except for it literally is 30 seconds long, and then it goes into the next song. It's like, oh, that's frustrating. come on, Eminem. Really? Yes. Yes. And I guarantee you've listened to it. You'll, you'll agree with me, though. We'll, 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 we'll revisit it. We'll, we'll visit it All together. Right. I'll, I, I got to revisit it, and right. I'll, I'll put you on. All right. All right. What else we got? In case you missed it. Um, Joel, what else we got, man? <laughs> in case you missed it. <laughs> Kobe Bryant <laughs> He's probably doing that right now It's messed up <laughs> Kobe Bryant Had uh, two of his numbers retired Number 8 and number 24 Went oh, up to the Raptors oh, uh, I know Sean is so thrilled awesome. To You're see such an uh, unbelievable moment Did you even watch it? No I, I didn't fucking watch Come on Sean Get out of here dude I'm not gonna watch that One of the greatest that. players Gets his number retired You're not gonna watch it? No Why? I don't know I don't like the Lakers Or Kobe Bryant Like I didn't. You sit, gotta respect Grace, I so. didn't sit down and watch Derek Jeter get his number retired. Why would I sit down and watch Kobe Bryant get his number retired? Great. You want to retire his number? Fine. Don't involve me in it. Don't expect me to have any emotions about it. I hated Kobe Bryant. 
I hated Kobe Bryant. That's one of the ultimate competitors. Sure. Fine. Give him props. I don't care. I hated Kobe Bryant. That would be like all New New York Jets fans all of a sudden when Tom Brady gets his number retired. I sat down and watched it because I – no, listen. I don't like Kobe Bryant. (laughs) That's going to piss you off if they do that? I know. Yes, I would piss me off. (laughs) All right. I don't like Kobe Bryant, so I'm not going to now change because he's getting his number retired. Do I say he shouldn't get his number retired? No. I think it's actually pretty cool he's got both numbers retired. You know what? I'll read one line about it, and I'll be like, oh, nice. That's it. And I'm not going to sit down and have a candlelight vigil for freaking Kobe Bryant, okay? (laughs) Excuse me if I don't shed a tear for Kobe Bryant getting his number retired. All right. Well, LeVar Ball has made himself... Relevant again, of course. What else is new? Uh, he's starting up a, a basketball league for high school graduates who don't want to go to college. They want to uh, get their experience in this league and so what is and, this? And, the... and be able to enter the NBA draft at age nineteen. So this is sort of the uh, you don't have to go to Europe, kids. Come on down here and spend a year with me, and I'll get you ready for the pros. This is a mix between the XFL <laughs> and it's probably going to be sponsored by like. G two, you know the the sugar free Gatorade. So you're, you're saying they're gonna have like the nickname on the back of the jersey? Yeah, no, no, no it's real gonna names. be it's gonna be smack talking in segments. It'll be like wrestling. Yeah, you know you get to talk your smack, have a showdown, and then right before you know have a have a one on one face to face intense confrontation, and then and then you battle out on the court. I would love it if they had that. Like they they barely call fouls and shit. They get kids like actually NBA ready. Yeah. But like imagine seeing like Jason Tatum in the league like that no. you know a, a year ago. He went to Duke. And bro. if he didn't go to Duke. I'm saying hypothetically, Sean. He was I'm fine to go to college. It's one thing to see like amateurs in that type of setting, but to see like legit prospects, it'd be it'd be they would get ratings. Let, let's, let's be face honest. it. There's some money to be made though. No, let, there's let's, some money to be made. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. The only that would be the most boring league in the entire world because the only reason why we enjoy watching, like, I, I'm not sure if you've ever tried to watch, um, like, a, a top five in national ranked uh, high school basketball game, but it sucks, bro. Like, the players rule everything and that's exactly what that league is like yeah, but i think this league i'm sorry would be, I, I would like a little like structure in my basketball so, like, I, I think this league would be like the third fourth best players from those games are going to play because the top no. prospects are probably gonna go off to college they're gonna go another route so you get the, the mid-level guys the guys who have a chance to make Listen. it to the league but they need another way to showcase their skills the only the only reason why no because I don't know. The only reason why I think this league <laughs> may be beneficial is because the NCAA has some archaic rules and is annoying because if you have a, 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 a an athlete that has done and has made his way to the NCAA and you ban him for like summer classes like that, like somebody took summer classes and got banned. And then if you if you want to say like, oh, he um like he he obviously had no money at all and somebody gave him a little bit of money that's my problem is like the, this hopefully will force the NCAA to look into let's stop being um probably one of the worst run organizations in sports and the worst run organization in sports if you talk about the way they treat their 
money makers because the coaches i'm sorry the coaches are not the money makers it's the players who are the money makers so if you want to tell me that uh, a roy williams or um a rick patino who just got arrested and is investigated by the fbi mm. and all of the coaches that are in the ncaa that were under that giant fbi investigation are the money makers in that league i'm sorry you are sadly mistaken ncaa pay your damn players don't let lavar ball show you up that is ridiculous. All right, finally, in case you missed it, Isaiah Thomas was seen shooting around with his teammates before they took the floor uh, in a recent game. Was it Thursday night? Um, he's also going to go into the uh, the G League to get some reps in before making his comeback. So Christmas Day, don't think, don't call me crazy if you see Isaiah out there Christmas Day. Uh, Sean Dutra, you didn't like. How he looked in that shoot around. You saw some. Nah, uh, I didn't like how he looked. You didn't like his bounce. No, that no bounce. Still, he's, you think he's still banged up, bro? Yeah, he's probably he's definitely still banged up. Well, he's definitely still banged up, but I think uh, I think he could still be a contributor. Think, he's I gonna think, be good. I can't wait to see what happens. I can't wait to see how he plays next to LeBron James. I think LeBron James is is definitely the one shooting him up with those uh, painkiller shots. I'll tell you that. Come on, Isaiah, you ready to get out there? You're good. Well, we'll have to wait and see. I hope he plays. That'd be great. That'd be a great surprise. I hope Derrick Rose plays. Why? Because. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of it. In case you missed it. Uh, Sean, Merry Christmas. No, that wasn't the same at all. No. It was weird. Yeah, he I didn't felt, do a very good job. felt wrong. Yeah. I told you I'd do a different version, man. I thought it was I thought it was decent. I thought it was decent. But it wasn't the same. Merry Christmas, Sean. I'm up out of here. I, I'm going to take some uh, cough medicine and, and, and try to feel better for Christmas. But uh, what's I your- what are you going to get for Christmas? What do you think? What is something that you, you think is going to... Actually, you know what? Let's do this. What's the worst Christmas you ever... What's the worst Christmas gift you ever received? Ooh, Let's do that. Oh, by far, worst Christmas gift I ever got was a gift card. I forget the store. Some clothing store. That you never go to? Nope. I. That was your worst gift? Nope. Nope. You're lucky. The reason is because when I went up to use the gift card, that shit was not working. And there was $0 on that gift card. Somebody tried to pawn me off. What, you know how you go to the store and you take a gift card off the shelf and it doesn't work until the guy swipes it? That card was never swiped, bro. Not once. Never. Never. Never had any money put onto it. And I had it and I went up there and looked like, had like, I was like, mother. How old were you? Because you must have been really pissed off because you still remember it. So I, must been, I was. Must have been a little on the younger side. I must have been like 15. It was like college. And I was like, I mean, not college. Yeah. <laughs> head of the curb guy no uh high school and i was i went to go get clothes and then i i realized like i don't have enough money in my bank account to get this clothes that i just put up here so i just i just walked out must have been pissed took the l uh for me the worst gift i don't know man the only thing i can think of is when i was a kid um this one year i got a lot of gifts man my parents really went all out and uh the the worst gifts well i, I shouldn't say it was the worst but the one that i can't think of that disappointed me more was when I got a piggy bank. Ooh, I was eight. You know what I mean? Like you know when you're when you're like save seven, your eight, pennies, little sway. You get a lot of gifts from like your aunts and your uncle. Yeah. Like you, know, you have a lot of relatives come over. Then they, they drop off a lot of gifts. But I remember this one gift. I think my mom gave it to me, and I felt bad because at, the, at first I was like, "Oh, this is great. I'm gonna save money." And, you know when I'm well, I'm gonna be a responsible adult. Exactly. I'm gonna save it, and then when I'm ready, oh, I'm gonna have all the money to spend. Start saving all these quarters and all these dimes. I'm just like. I don't want to smash this thing. This is terrible. I just want the money. I want to keep, you know, I want like a a, a a child's version of a savings account, 
but I want to be able to grab it when I want to. I just hated the whole concept. So then like, after a while of doing that, I said, you know what? I'm done saving. I'm not doing this anymore. And then my, uh, I remember my mom noticing that it wasn't as heavy uh, as she thought it would be after like a couple of years. Because you figured you can like... I put five cores in there and I gave up, mom. Sorry. That's all the saving And I'm you doing. figured you could just turn it upside down and let the quarters fall out of the little slit. But that's, it's not the same as like getting like seven bucks worth of quarters. Yeah, li- literally, how big was this piggy bank? Because you have to you have to smash it to get it all out. Yeah, so if you smash it to get it all out, you'll then have fourteen dollars maximum for eight year old. That's like eighty bucks. That's a come up. Piggy banks are the dumbest thing ever invented. Well, the thing is that it's made for kids. It's like kids don't want to save money, man. They want to they want to spend it. They're, they're, they're gonna they re- spend it. They're gonna learn that rule ten years down the road. You know, give yeah. or take, depending on where you are in life. Yep. I guess. All right. Well, that's gonna do it. Christmas episode. Not bad. Oh, Not yeah. Bad. It was a great episode, I thought. Uh, you know what? I think I like this tree. How about you, Joel? I like this tree a little more now. Hell yeah. That tree that tree speaks to me, man. <laughs> tells me. It tells me. <laughs> it tells you you're going to have a great Christmas. tells me <laughs> everything's going to be great this Christmas. <laughs> All right. We're up you out of here. You can't tell me nothing. You know what? Since Joel's not here, I got to somewhat do what he usually does at the end of every single episode. At I, Causeway Street. Yeah. At Causeway Street everywhere. On everything. On on Twitter. On at every Causeway social Street. media. Causeway Street. That's where you find us. Uh, check oh. out, of course, CLNS Media on Twitter. Uh, check us. Check them out on the YouTube channel. If you haven't already, check out <laughs> check out our videos. You know, we're on, on the YouTube you know our videos on the interweb. Yeah, on the check out on the interwebs. Yeah, there you go. And Sean's got the lingo down already. Already, it's been so many episodes. Uh, it's in my head. It's like a flashback. That's how I know we're about to wrap things up. So that's all the way the we're gonna wrap said, things up. All the things you said running through my. Come on, man, keep talking. I got the background vocals. And we're up out of here for Sean Dutra. I'm Joseph Pavone. Joel Pavone. Feel better. We'll exchange gifts. Merry Christmas, everyone. Hey, Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, Have a safe Christmas. Yes. Happy Hanukkah.